This is the Bare Naked Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Party. I'm a mindfulness mentor and breathwork facilitator who's here to bring you unfiltered conversations about mindset, spirituality, holistic healing, and entrepreneurship. Bare Naked Soul is about expressing who you truly are underneath it all as you shed the layers of who you think you're supposed to be. This is my journey of letting my authentic soul speak in hopes that it inspires you and teaches you to explore and express who you really are too. Hello everybody, welcome back to Your Naked Soul. I'm super excited today. I have a very special friend with me today. Um, she's someone that we met online a few months back and we've had some beautiful conversations and just as we were about to hit record, you know, we were talking about what the message of this podcast was going to be about. And Jessica said to me that what she's really about is helping people own their truth and be who the fuck they are. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like my body was like, yes. Um, yeah, I just love this woman. She just has oh, such a confident energy to her. So we're really going to dive into that today. She's um, a manifestation mentor. Let me just read her introduction so you guys can get a feel. And then we're going to dive in because... I'm so excited to hear more about her and, and learn from her. So Jessica Paul is the CEO and founder of the Mindset Miracles and Manifestation Academy, a podcast host and a professional actress. She is single-handedly changing the way people view spirituality and inspiring women to take back control of their lives. Jessica has scaled her business to over six figures in under a year while appearing in a new Amazon Prime TV series with James Corden, running a successful podcast, and falling head over heels back in love with herself. She's now teaching other women exactly how to empower their mindsets, tap into the art of manifestation, and turn their lives around just like she did. Oh, I'm so excited. Jessica, I can't wait to hear more about your story. Are you someone who grew up being told like, yeah, manifest your dream life or how do you discover this? Oh my gosh. Firstly, Leah, thank you so much for having me on. I know we did a little swapsie and you are on my podcast not long ago. Incredible episode. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's an honor to be on your podcast. And um, it's funny actually, when you were reading out my kind of my, my little bio, um, it's funny because I, that's obviously the bio that I go by, but when you, when someone else reads it out and I was sitting there like, yeah, hell yeah, I did all that. <laughs> hell yes, I did all that. Right. Um, because to answer your question, uh, no, like I wasn't someone that grew up with that mindset. Um, in fact, this mindset and this whole concept was only really born about four years ago for me, three or four years ago, um, because I went through quite a um, tough time in my life, kind of that rock bottom moment that a lot of us go through. Um, and I fell into manifestation and the law of attraction and became an expert in it. And now I teach, I teach what I know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's pretty, pretty rare that I meet anyone who grew up hearing anything about manifestation, you know? Um, but I'd love to hear a little bit more about your story. You know, how, like what was, I know you're, you're an actress. Did you go to school for that? Tell us kind of that journey and how you found all the, all these juicy secrets about how the world really works and, and how you climbed out of that dark hole you were in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I am an actress and that's like my dream, my absolute dream. And I've actually been acting for years now, like seven years. I went to drama school, I trained, I came out, I had a really great career um, for a period of time. 
And if there's any actors listening, like you guys will know it can be, you know, you have the ups, you have the downs, like that's all cool. But I realized that I was, I had this great career since coming out of drama school. I was kind of in the limelight. I played Sandy in Greece, if anybody knows it, like, and uh, here in the UK. And, and so I had a lot of press around me. I had a lot of things going on. And then suddenly things started to drop off. And in this period of time as well, which I say, guys, was, was about five years ago, like over the period of like five years ago for me, um, I was also in a very toxic relationship which again, I'm sure people might relate to that. And um, the universe was telling me for a long time, I, I needed to get out of that relationship. And um, I didn't, and needless to say, um, it got worse and worse. Um, but really like the turning point for me, the kind of moment that everything changed in a way um, was back, oh gosh, I don't think I can remember the year. I think it was back in 2019 actually. Yeah, so only like three years ago. Um, and I would, I'd, I'd, I'd hit my rock bottom. I had no money as an out of work actress. I was trying to pay my way. I was, I was like going to these gigs and uh, going to these auditions with like no money in the bank account, not even being able to afford the train, right? <laughs> the train fare to get there. And, um, I was working, I remember as a part-time care assistant and really long hours and just very depressed. And I had very, very little self-worth back then as well. I went through quite a number of kind of, when I was in drama school, I had body dysmorphia. I had str I struggled with eating and um, body image. And there was just a lot of kind of anxiety and depression going on within me, which I was not really addressing. And as I say, my toxic relationship at the time wasn't helping anything. So back in 2019, um, my mum actually, she she noticed how low I was getting. Um, and she said, right, I want you to go and see a friend of a friend. She's a life coach. And I was like, mum, like, I don't know what you mean. Like, I've never heard of a life coach really before at, at that point in my life. And she just said to me, like, I, I sat in front of her and she asked me how my acting career was going. And I was like, well, you know, I'm not getting any auditions. Like, it's really hard. I'm not being seen. And she sat in front of me and she was like, why did you answer that question in that way? And I was like, well, because that's what's happening. Duh. <laughs> right. And she was like, well, do you want that to happen? And I was like, well, no. And she went, well, stop saying it then. <laughs> right. And that was the first kind of like kick up the ass I got to be like, you know what? you are in control. And she said to me, do you want to take back the power in your life? And I was like, yeah, I do. Right. And it was like, ever since that moment with that like interaction with that one lady that I was like, do you know what I can. And I it was that turning point where I was like, I can either carry on being depressed, having no acting work, like slaving away, having no money, or I can go and make a change in my life. So that's when I started, really started my self-development journey. I'd always been interested in things and like I'd actually got introduced to the law of attraction. I actually got introduced to the, the book, The Secret, um, way back when I was in college. So when I was like 16 and I remember literally throwing the book away, being like, no, this does not make sense to me. Right. And which is it's so funny because like I am a completely changed woman right now, but again, that's like divine timing. It was really divine timing. Um, and so I went on this journey 
I healed myself. I did a lot of inner work. I learned how to love myself again, first and foremost. And then I started my journey of manifestation where I was like, right, I've done all of this healing work. Let's go and create some shit, right? And so that's when I really started goal setting and putting my mind to things. I created my business. I took it to six figures in less than a year. I got on TV as an actress. You know, I did all of that. I built up a community. I built up friendships. I built up lots of love in my life. And I just completely changed everything with, with this art of manifestation, really. So um, I can't really, like, now looking back, I am a completely different woman. And I wouldn't have changed any of it. You know, I wouldn't have changed any of the process and the divine timing of everything. Wow. Oh my gosh. I feel like we have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm grateful that you shared, you know, the, the raw parts of your journey and, and having those, the body image struggles and body dysmorphia, because those things are really, really common. And I just want anyone listening to see, like, you can change that. Like mm-hmm. you can, you, you have to really decide you want to and be ready for it. And you can change those things and you can totally transform your life. So mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we both started our, our, we both kind of dove into this journey in 2019. So that's really funny. Oh, did you as well? Oh my gosh. That was the year. (laughs) That was the year, baby. Right before the pandemic, just in time to. Yeah, right. (laughs) So to me now, like when I see you online and having conversations with you and your podcast, I feel like you're someone who really embodies like this bad bitch confidence. And I know that's something that you teach on and, um, you know, something that I I see with myself and and something that I see with a lot of my clients and and others in this um, community is like, we want to, we have these big dreams. We have these big goals. A lot of us want to be seen, right? We want to grow our audiences if we have an online business. We want to be seen if we're an actress and land the gig and get the promotion. We think we want all of that, but then the self-sabotage comes in and keeps us playing small with this and with this fear of standing out. So it's like, we, we say we want more money. We say we want more, you know, exposure and, and all of the beautiful things, but we're afraid of them at the same time. We don't even yeah. know it. Have you experienced that? And how have you kind of moved through that? Oh my gosh, big time, like big time experience that when I, as I say, when I was back in drama school and I was a completely different person, one of the hardest things I found was just being able to speak my truth, being able to actually understand who I was even as a person. Cause I, I used to follow the crowd a lot because I didn't even know who I was. And honestly, like the biggest thing for me was just being able to get And obviously it was over lockdown when I started my business. So all of this was online. It wasn't really that much in person, but to be able to get online and speak my truth and speak about the things that I was passionate about and that I believed in and that was so authentic to my core, that started everything off for me because I started to slowly regain my power again, understand who I was that of course meant that a lot of people in my life filtered out. So, you know, the people that were holding me back, the people that were not letting me speak my truth and not, you know, physically not letting me speak my truth, but you know, just their energy being in my life wasn't serving me. So all of that dropped off and I became who I truly am, right? And this is, so this is why I teach so much on confidence, so much on showing up and showing off what you can do because I think, the more we show up unapologetically, the more confidence we build, you know, like if you're not, if you're not showing up for yourself, we cannot practice that muscle of confidence. And now I just have this like 
no bullshit mentality. Can I swear on your podcast? Of course. <laughs> Great. Because <laughs> I, I do a lot. <laughs> um, I have this like no bullshit mentality now where it's just like what you see is what you get from me. And I'm not going to hide myself for anybody, anybody. I'm not going to hide myself from me, you know, um, because that was just the biggest resistance I ever felt in life was when I wasn't being myself. It was when I was trying to be somebody else. It was when I was like playing it small and not being who I was supposed to be. So I'm never going back to that place as a person. And it's like the biggest thing I teach today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, but what I've been told by people who live in the UK and in, in those places like that, I guess, England specifically, people say like you, being confident, especially as a woman is like more frowned upon over there. Like American women are like just crazy and like bold, more bold. So for anyone living anywhere in the world, how did you overcome like what are friends and family going to think? Because we're supposed mm -hmm. to be quiet, respectful, cover our bodies, you know, all the things we're taught to do, be, be so kind and just perfect, sweet little girls. Like, how did you overcome that? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question because I think for me, really what happened back in 2019 when I had this shift was that I, I put, and this is how I like to, uh, this is what I tell my clients and my students as well. This is how I like to imagine it. It's almost as if I put glasses on, you know, those glasses that, that have the sides that you can't see out the sides and they're yeah. just like the forward, those forward glasses. Um, that I, it's like almost as if I put those glasses on and I couldn't see anything else around me. I could only see my future self, my vision, who I was supposed to be and everything else really got blocked out around me. And the magic of that is that when you do block everything else out, everything that's right for you falls into place. You know, I was never on my own on this journey. I found my community almost instantly, right? I found the people that vibed with me almost instantly because within the law of attraction, they all flew in. When I started to embody who I was, um, unapologetically, then everybody who was vibing at that frequency of me came in. So, but to answer your question about friends and family, one of the things that I always used to say to myself was, and you know, I still to this day say it, <laughs> um, is that I'm an influencer, right? And I don't mean like the influencer that you see online, although that is what I am as well, <laughs> but like I'm an influencer for everybody in my life. And I knew that even if my friends and family didn't quite get it at the time. If they were supposed to be in my life, I would be influencing them in a positive way. I'd be teaching them how to show up too. You know, I'd be, I'd be spreading a light. And if they, if they weren't supposed to be in my life, the universe would let me know, right? And just as, uh, you know, in my story, like, um, I actually didn't mention this, but what, what happened when I had that kind of turning point back in 2019, I was still with my ex-boyfriend at that time and he ended up leaving really suddenly and in a very brutal way, right? He basically ghosted me. He didn't even say bye and this was after five years, right? So what I discovered there is that when I finally took my power back and started working on this stuff and started healing myself and working with the law of attraction, 
the universe went, okay, well, we're going to rip this person from your life because they are not supposed to be in it. They are not in your long-term vision because they don't fit in with the person you are authentically. So he was ripped from my life. I found that hard, but I realize now looking back that he was never a part of this future successful Jess, right? And that's really the way that you've got to look at it. Put those glasses on, only look ahead of you. Don't look back, don't look to the sides. Tell yourself that you are that influencer for any of your dearest friends and family that might not quite get it. And then let the other people drop away if they need to drop away, because you will always, always find the right community for you. Mm, So beautiful. Do you feel like self-expression and like expressing, you know, the parts of us that we really want to put out there, often that come with a fear, right? Um, Do you feel like that helps us activate our manifestation power? And if so, like, how do we kind of do that? Oh my God, massively. And this is, again, really, um, I was saying to you before we kind of uh, got on this call that really my job as a coach is I'm quite masculine in my energy, but in a healthy way, I like doing the thing. I like getting stuff done. And therefore I like showing up. And um, honestly, that is the main premise of manifestation. It's funny because I actually put, I actually recorded a podcast on this the other day about the differences between manifestation and the law of attraction, because a lot of the time people think that it's one and the same, but actually manifestation just simply means taking something non-physical and making it physical. So taking a dream, an imagination that you have, a vision that you hold, and putting it into this tangible 3D world, right? So me having a dream of being an actress on TV, that then becoming that reality for me, right? That's what manifestation actually means. It's not a woo-woo concept. It's not a spiritual concept. It's just a very real thing, right? Like we're always manifesting. But the law of attraction is that little bit more, you know, if people want to say woo-woo, right? It's that we're working with vibration. So it's something we can't see. So we've got to comprehend it without seeing it. So basically the reason that I show up so much and I take so much action and I, you know, do the thing, as I say, um, is because that is how we take the non-physical into the physical. So it's all well and good that we get into alignment and we heal our souls. Like I said that I did, I did all of that work on myself, love. I understood who I truly was and I felt powerful again. But if I actually wanted to see the money come in, the career success come in, the relationships come in, I had to take the action too. And I had to show up for myself and I had to do the thing. So that's why it's such a big thing that I talk about today and I guess embody today. Um, alongside all the other things to do with manifestation, you know, I run my academy, the Mindset Miracles and Manifestation Academy, because, and, and the reason it's called that is because we have the mindset aspect to manifesting, we've got to believe that we can do it. We have the miracle side of it, which is all of that juicy spirituality, you know, the faith that we're holding the miracles that happen in our life. And then you have manifestation, which is doing the thing and making it appear in the physical so yeah to answer your question showing up for yourself is such a huge part of the manifestation process Mm -hmm. yeah it's like identifying 
why are you afraid to, to make these moves? Peeling back those layers. And you have to just at some point pull the band-aid off and make the fucking move. Mm. Like you have to. Mm. Yeah, massively. I mean, I I say that, you know, if you want to create quantum leaps in your life, you know, in the same way that I did, which guys, like it was delusional, half the things that I chose to believe back in 2019, you know, in terms of money mindset, especially for me, because I had so many limiting money beliefs as an out of work actress. I basically got told for my whole life that it's going to be hard work to make your money as a performer, right? There's not enough work out there. There's not enough jobs out there, right? And I, when I sat down and I just said to myself, right, I'm just willing to believe that I can make a business that's freaking successful and I can pull in 100K. Why not? Let's aim for 100K. Let's just do it, right? Totally delusional. And yes, I couldn't talk to some of my family members about that at the time because they would have just been like, what the hell, Jess, right? Um, so I just kept it to myself. You know, I had this dream and I made it become a reality. And like I said, in less than eight months, it became my reality. But if you don't dream big, you won't manifest big. And like, so really it's about taking those big risks in life, going for it. You know, if you, when you do move that energy in that way, I always talk about speeding up your energy, speeding up your vibration. When you do move in that way and take those big leaps and those big risks in life, the universe has no choice but to move with you, right? It literally goes, okay, cool. You're moving. Let's go. Let's do it. And it just takes that step into it yes it's scary hold your hands with the fear but when you freaking do it this is where the dreams manifest themselves yes yes I love it so okay so when it comes to like the money mindset as well as just just the overall things that you desire what are some things that you do um that make you feel that like lit up turned on magnetic energy do you have rituals do you have like mm. a journaling exercise you can walk us through yeah. tell us like what works for you I have so many rituals. <laughs> like I actually just love my rituals so much. It's funny, we're recording this podcast episode on a full moon and um, here in the UK, it is probably about half six now. So I'm going to literally get straight in the bath after this and do a bath ritual because um, <laughs> I love being in water when I do my rituals. But there's all sorts that I do, but really to get into like this fiery vibration, this, you know, really confident bad bitch vibration, I like to simply look at what I'm wearing. And I know this sounds like such a simple thing. And, it, and it, I just, I believe everything in life is a ritual. So even down to the clothes that you put on, that's a ritual in itself, right? And like, if I want to get myself fired up, if I want to feel confident, there's two main things, actually. The first thing I'll do is I'll put on my favorite tune and I will dance like a mad woman around my, my, my living room, right? <laughs> Like nobody has to watch. Nobody is watching me. I'm just dancing. And the reason that I do that is because it moves the energy around your body. So if you are feeling a little bit stagnant or a little bit low in confidence or a little bit, you know, just low in energy, the best thing to do is just move the energy around. And it doesn't take much to put on that song. And it's actually just, it lifts everything. It releases those endorphins. It's great. So that's like the first thing that I do. And once I've done that, I think about what I'm wearing. I think about how I look. Because there is such a difference to if you're walking around the house in like 
joggers and hair scraped back, no makeup on. Like, which is a cool vibe. I have that vibe a lot as well. But like, there's such a big difference to that and to Jess that is wearing like that bad bitch outfit, that blazer, that cute skirt, those cute boots. Like, this is just, I'm thinking about this. This is on my vision board as well, right? And, um, you know, who has her hair done and her makeup on. There's such a big difference in vibration when you're staring at that version of you in the mirror. Now, I'm not saying that like everybody has to like get into that vibration through what you wear, but think about the moments in your life where you felt lit up, where you felt the most bad bitch version of you, right? Think back to those moments in your life. Cause I know for me, the moment in my life where I really felt truly bad bitch was back when I was like 17 and I was underage, but I was in a nightclub and um, I was just, they had a tune on and I was just going for it. I, I don't even think I was drinking anything, but I was just on the dance floor, slut dropping, doing all the things, right? I had no care in the world. It was me and my best friend at the time. And I just thought, you know what, in that moment, I just believed all eyes are on me. Everybody thinks I'm a freaking queen. I'm owning this damn nightclub, right? And I think back to that moment and I think, okay, well, what put me into that vibration? Well, I was around my friends. I looked hot because I'd made myself look hot, right? I, you know, was dancing. I was moving the energy around my body. I, I wasn't caring what anybody thought about me. I was believing that people thought I was amazing. That was the actual thought that was going through my head, right? So like you think back to those moments in your life, because guys listening, if you are feeling low in confidence, like there is always a moment. There is a moment where you have felt that confidence. And even if it is just like when you were in, I don't know, primary school and you were <laughs> doing a piano recital and you felt like the baddest bitch in the room because you were like, yes, I'm absolutely smashing this piano recital, right? Whatever it was for you in your life, think back to that moment and ask yourself, what was I, like, how was I showing up? What was I thinking in that moment? What was I believing about myself in that moment? And what was I, like, what was the prep to get myself to that point, you know? Did I put on my favorite outfit and look hot? Like, how did you prepare for that moment? Because all those things you can redo right now in your life, right? And if you recreate that in your life today and you cre recreate that every single day in your life, you can be as confident as you want every single day. Yeah, that is so good. For me, it's, it's definitely the clothes. I love clothes. Um, I like to, you know, I like to look hot in my clothes. Um, I often, I'm not someone who wears makeup and I most of the time don't feel like doing my hair. Those feel like big shoulds for me. Mm. The desire for me is definitely the clothes, the music, dancing, um, anything that feels like pampering to me. Yeah. Like a massage or, you know, just walking around the house in like my favorite bathrobe, just like whatever yeah, it's identifying for you what feels good. But I was just talking to my best friend this morning because um, we were talking about literally this exact thing, mm. how, you know, tapping into that on fire energy. And for us, it's like this trip we took to Mexico last summer and it was an all-inclusive resort. Like it, there was hardly anyone there because it was, you know, a lot of countries you weren't allowed to fly yet. So there was hardly anyone there. We were treated like absolute royalty and we were dancing, you know, and just like looking hot and 
that we're like, how do we recreate that every day? Mm. Um, so I love this exercise so much. And just thinking about what are the things, you know, for me, there's also like places I like to go, um, in the city. Like I, I live like 25 minutes from the city, so I'm not far, but going into certain parts of the city that are just like really abundant, really high vibe. Yes. You can tell everyone has like this gorgeous, these most amazing flowers in their lawns. They all use the same yard people and um, walking around with a nice coffee. Like that puts me into that energy, um, mm-hmm. hanging out with certain friends. So um, yeah. I, I really, really love that. I want to hear more about the bath ritual. Yeah. So just like, just going back one second on what you said, like really everything that we've kind of spoken about is it's that embodiment phase of the manifestation process where you just fully embody this next level version of you. And again, this is something that I absolutely adore teaching because this is where we step into that next level version of us. And I have so many embodiment stories. It's unreal. And especially when it comes to tapping into that abundant version of you, you know, like if you're wanting to manifest more money into your life, because as I say, when I had no money as an out-of-work actress, I used to go into five-star hotels in London, which is where I was living at the time, barely being able to afford my flight at the time, right? But I used to walk like confidently into these five-star hotels. I'd sit down with my laptop and I would order a glass of tap water, (laughs) right? Because I couldn't afford anything else. But I surrounded myself in luxury. I surrounded myself in abundance. I had waiters coming up to me. Can I get you anything else, madam? No, like I'm all good, actually. Just doing my work in my in in this five star hotel, which I am residing in, you know, like and that that kind of embodiment is really where your next level abundant self would be. So those stories of just going for it, being unafraid to kind of like just basically just not give a fuck what anybody else thinks of you walk into that five-star hotel I have another embodiment story where I walked into my bank and I sat down with a consultant and I said right I'm gonna manifest a lot no I didn't say manifest but I said I'm gonna come into a lot of money soon and he was like oh uh inheritance or <laughs> and I was like I was like no 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 I've just started a business And he literally looked at me like I was a crazy woman because he was like, "Uh, okay. So I said, so help me open up the best saving account, right? Help me open up the best account. And he just thought I was absolutely mental. But the, the thing is, if you walk in unapologetically, like I say, showing up in this way, totally embodying this next level self, within a month, I'd manifested 5K. And that was like the first 5K month in my business. It's like, it goes such a long way. Um, But going back to your original question about bath rituals. So this is like the other side of my rituals that, um, so like that, basically that like power side, that very much that light work that I do, um, all based around embodiment and what I wear and everything like that. This, the bath ritual is more kind of like involving the shadow work too, which I work on. Um, And it's, I get in water because water is the element of emotion. So it's actually like the best place to be if you want to work through any of your shadows, any of those blocks, any of those limiting beliefs coming up. Um, And what I tend to do is I like to put my crystals that I'm working with in in the bath water with me. So like if I am working on my self-love or, you know, um, confidence in that way, then I'll maybe put a big chunk of rose quartz in there. Or like if I am working on 
my business and my money mindset, like, or my career as an actress, maybe I'll get a, a citrine and I'll put citrine in there. And I basically just like to create the vibe in my bathroom. And the reason that I love doing rituals in my bathroom is because it's literally a space where nobody's going to disturb you, right? Like, unless you have kids that are running in and out, but it, in that sense, like just put a sign on the door, like, but usually if you're in the bathroom, nobody's going to walk in on you, right? So you can just shut the door and you can be like, this is my time. And you can totally infuse the whole room with this vibration that you're wanting to work on. And um, so for example, it's a full moon tonight. So what I'll be doing is I'll be really infusing this with actually the, uh, this is kind of a forward momentum full moon there's a lot of um forward energy going on so like I probably would infuse it with something like citrine like uh, something something abundant and I'm gonna I'll work through my shadows I'll journal them out whilst I'm in the bath right and there's like lots of different exercises and stuff that I do and these are all stuff that I take my clients through but then what I like to do to really finish off this ritual is once like I feel like I've journal everything out I've released a lot I've done these exercises I will literally whilst I'm sitting in the bath unplug the bathtub and let all the water drain out and as I watch that water draining out down the bathtub like down the drain I just imagine all of that shit all of those limited beliefs all of those blocks all of those things that were holding me back they're all going down the drain and like, it's really symbolic for me. And so I do this quite often. And I also just like a bath because <laughs> it's, it's comforting and it's warm and it's safe. And it just is like, it's my place to be doing rituals. I love that. I hope everyone listening is taking notes. Literally <laughs> pause this, write that, write that down. I love that. I think anything symbolic like that, you know, it's not the necessarily like this magical ritual that that's the one that's going to change your life, but it's you having that intention, like the power of intention and the power of just deciding that this is the ritual. This is the thing, you know, for me, it's for someone else, it's like red lipstick, you know, for, for someone else, it's an outfit, like whatever the thing is, putting your intention into it and saying, this is how I step into my next level. Yes. 100%. Yay. Oh, I love it so much. Um, okay, I'm gonna give you the floor. I just want you to kind of, if you have, um, and you can like pause before this if you need to, like just, you know, <laughs> think about it if you want to, but like just give a message to the listeners who are like, oh, I'm a little bit afraid to like really own this and really step into my next level. Give them a little rant. Mm. Well, I mean, you're probably just, you're probably just gonna end up, well, you will, you'll end up with a classic Jess Paul rant, which really is, just do the damn thing just do it because you guys know like we talk about a little bit about intuition here you always know what the best thing for you is you know when like um this comes a, a lot with relationships actually where you will like for example know that a person maybe isn't right for you that you're with and you carry on being with them and someone tells you you should probably not be with that person and you're like, no, I don't believe that. But in your intuition, you know, it's a full body, like, no, with that person, right? Using, I, 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 the reason that I use that as an example is because a lot of us have felt that before, but it's like that in life with anything, guys. If you're getting a full body no about something, stop doing it. 
if you're getting a full body yes about something, do the thing, just do it. Like, and yes, of course, we need to build up the confidence around that. We need to build up the mindset around that. We need to build up the um, motivation around that. But I would also say like the best thing that you can do if you want to build up the confidence to do the thing is find yourself a community who freaking understand. Find yourself a community who will cheer you on because you're never alone. You're never alone. Like I said, like if you just stay true to who you are and authentically on your path, all of the right people are going to fall in for you. So I would suggest like if you haven't, go out and that thing that you know you can feel like either a full body no towards or a full body yes towards and you know you need to do something about it, go and do it today. However big or however small, like just test yourself on this and go and try it out. And you know, like I said, maybe start off with the small things, right? Maybe it is just speaking up your truth to somebody that you know and somebody that you trust. Or maybe it's the big things. Maybe it is going investing in that mentor that you've had your eye on for freaking ages and you know in your soul that you're supposed to work with this person, right? Whatever it is, test yourself to do the damn thing today. Yes, just yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just fucking do it. Yes. Oh, when you start taking those scary actions, man, it gets easier and easier and easier because you just realize, oh, the world doesn't end when I take the scary action. No, it doesn't. It like you only expand. You only expand. And it really is. You've really got to think about the your confidence as a muscle because there is no way that we can, you know. Yes, of course, we can quantum leap, but those quantum leaps are literally baby steps that you're not realizing you're taking. It's all baby steps. I didn't become a successful CEO of a six-figure business overnight. It happened very quickly for me, but my God, the inner work that went into it, the failures that happened, right? The things that I fucked up on. <laughs> you know, I, can, I've written, I could write a whole book on that side of things. But the thing is, if you're failing, then you're winning. If you're not doing anything, then you're losing. So you're not failing, but you're also not winning. So if you have had a setback, if you have felt like something's fucked up, just know that you're actually winning way more than most people because you're actually doing the thing. Yep. Oh God. So, so, so true. Yeah. Reframing failure has completely changed my life and looking mm. at it as Massively. a stepping stone. Yeah. yeah. Massively. Okay. I have one last question for you. I ask every guest to share a favorite book that's been super transformational for their journey, or maybe one that you've recently read that you loved. If that's easier. Okay. I have to probably go back to um Esther and Jerry Hicks um and well Abraham Hicks um if if nobody's heard of Abraham Hicks um basically Esther this lady channels spiritual entities sounds quite crazy this is like essentially what she does but like you can literally just find her on YouTube um but they have she has a book called ask and it is given it's a whole basic principle of the law of attraction it's like a bible <laughs> and like obviously in the manifestation process and what i teach like the law of attraction is really just one part of it because we've got 12 immutable laws that we're working with laws of the universe and there's like a lot more to do with this process but the law of attraction is a law 
is freaking powerful. So for me, it's a book that I just like, it's a very repetitive book. Like it just basically says the same thing throughout the whole thing. But sometimes you just need that. Sometimes you just need it on repeat to be like, I am the power in my life. I can do the thing, you know, and, and it talks a lot about vibration, frequency, getting into like figuring out your point of attraction, getting into vibrational alignment. And it's just a lovely read. So that's probably the book that I would recommend. It's probably like one of the, maybe one of the first books, the, the other books that I've read. Um, oh my word. These were like so early on in my journey. I can't actually remember the the name of the book. How bad is that? <laughs> There's one book that's more of like a loving kick up the ass kind of book. I'll have to um, find you. I have to find it out for you so that you can put it in the show notes later or something. Um, but I think that especially with books, like it's good to have a mixture of, like I say, if you're into spirituality and, and stuff like that, go down that route, but also have the, the more kick up the ass books as well, because that's my jam. That's definitely my jam as well. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I, I love Aston is given. I feel like that's, it's such a foundational book of, of the law of attraction and it's great for beginners who like, don't know a lot about it, but it's also great if you feel like you need to like revisit those principles. Like I mm. re- have to revisit them all the time to like keep them, you know, at the forefront of everything mm. that I do. So I love that. I do actually, before we go, ha- just thought of another book that I think a lot of people would find interesting. And um, it's called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Have you read that one? I have, yeah. yeah. Um, so one. Napoleon Hill um, wrote like Think and Grow Rich, which is quite a popular book, but Outwitting the Devil is one that maybe not a lot of people might have heard of, but that is just super interesting. It's just so interesting. It goes in on how we are governed by fear and it's a very interesting read. So for anybody listening, definitely get your hands on that one. That one's super good. I read that a while ago and I just, I do remember like loving it. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like his conversation with the devil with like fear. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So good. Well, share with us your, like, tell us the name of your podcast, how we can get in touch with you. Um, anything you want to share with us? Yeah. So, uh, you can find me on all platforms. Basically you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. I'm very big on TikTok now. Uh, you can find me on, um, in in my Facebook group as well, which is the mindset miracles and manifestation collective. Um, and on all my socials it is just at, I am Jessica Paul. So my podcast is actually very generically called the Jessica Paul podcast, um, mindset miracles and manifestation. I kind of like was in two minds about what I was going to call my podcast. So I thought, you know what, it's just going to be my name. Um, so you can find that on all platforms as well. And that's basically where I hang out most of the time. Amazing. I'm so excited to continue learning from you. And thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, if you love this episode, take a screenshot, share on Instagram, tag us both in it. We will be so excited to hear what you took away from it. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you guys next week.